So welcome to the Bell Engine Co-working Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Woodward. This podcast is all about locals and visitors talking globally about growing their businesses, career and lives through co-working, sharing knowledge and networking. Today we talk to Anna McPhee about LinkedIn. She describes herself as an opportunity creator, a LinkedIn devotee, technology advocate, online social strategist and founder of hashtag LinkedIn Local. Anna, there's a lot to that, but uh, let's um, let's start at the very, very basics about LinkedIn. Two things I hear about LinkedIn are from people are that they say, oh, I'm not on LinkedIn and I should be. Or the second thing people say is, oh, I should update my LinkedIn profile. What's your basic advice or starting advice uh, for anyone who's a little bit unsure about LinkedIn? First of all, I would say you do need to update your profile. It should be relevant and it should be up to date with all of your current work history. Secondly, you can't just be on LinkedIn with a profile. You really need to build your network and you really need to start engaging with people through content, even just through start with comments if you're not prepared to put out your own content yet is really start to build community around comments, adding value through comments, and you know, you'll see your network grow from there. So here at the Bell Engine Coworking Group, you just gave a presentation to a dozen or so of us on tips and tricks when it comes to LinkedIn. One of the common themes uh, was, you know, what's the difference between uh, posts, likes, follows, shares, um, subscribe and all that kind of stuff. Can you take us through some of the, the very basics of what the key elements of a LinkedIn world is like? Sure. So when you, when you produce content, you really have two options. You can either produce a post or an article. Articles are for long form content and they tend to last a lot longer than posts. Posts are what appear in the newsfeed, so they can be text only, they can be images, they can be videos, or they can be links to external sources such as YouTube or or news sources such as Forbes. So it's really the difference between posts and articles. The views on posts are what appear in newsfeed. So if you get a thousand views, it means it has appeared in the newsfeed a thousand times. Article Articles are much more who has actually clicked on the article. So you may have an article that only has 500 views, but it actually means that 500 people have clicked into that article rather than in the newsfeed, it's appeared a thousand times, but it's maybe not been read or opened by that many people. So just to clarify, so a, a, a post can be you typing up, say, a hundred words about something that's happening in business. You can put a link to maybe something on your company or corporate website. You can also do a hundred word introduction to an article you might have seen, as you said, on Forbes or something like that. Whereas an article you write is like you writing a a newspaper article of three, four, five hundred words. Is Is that the best way to do it? Yes. Articles don't have to be that long. But you, you can make them very long or you can make them quite short. And, and what's your advice there? Is it a good article, 200 words, 300 words or 800 words? What, what do you think? I'm not sure in words. I would say a, between a three and four minute read. Three and four minute read. So that's about 400 words if you work on yep. the old premise of, um, you know, 100 words a minute. In my experience um, in putting things on LinkedIn over the years when it comes to articles, there are two key things that jump, jump out at me. Uh, one is you know, being timely. So if there's a, something you have an opinion on that's in the news, 
today mm-hmm. and you go out with a three or 400 word article, you will get lots of reads because people are interested uh, in that stuff today. The other thing too is if you put a really good photograph um, you know, with it, I used to find if when I wrote about climate change, if I put Barack Obama or the Pope there, I would get 10 times the reads I would had I put you know someone else there. So there's lots of little things you can do uh, to boost your posts. But one of the things you spoke about today was the need to inject some personal personality, if that makes sense, into your post rather than just being a, a, a mechanical business person, if that makes sense. Can you talk a little bit about your LinkedIn personality? Sure. I, I'm a strong believer and I know through experience and also others' experiences on LinkedIn that your personal brand and your personal story is really important. It's a part of who you are. It's the reason you do what you do. And it's ultimately why you do it. And you really need to show that to people because people do business with people. People don't do business with robots. And so you need to have a personal aspect, in my opinion, on some of your content. It doesn't need to be deep, dark and personal, but it needs to really, ultimately at the end of the day, I think people want to do business with you. They want to know that you're passionate about what you do. And if you can show that by telling them why you do it, you know, why you had a career change or why you have started this new business and what value you want to add and why you feel that's important, then people are going to buy into that much, much more. So one of the things I found really interesting about your discussion today was basically starting at the top of the page and working your way down. So maybe let's go through that, you know, very quickly. You talked about the background graphic at the very top, then you spoke about your headline, then you spoke about your own kind of portrait, uh, then you spoke about the description. So could you just give us a few tips on starting at the top and working your way down on the key elements of the LinkedIn profile that people see first? The most important part of your profile is your picture. It should be as you would turn up to a business meeting. So probably not uh, climbing a mountain or at a wedding. It should be a professional photo of you looking at the camera. Secondly, I would say the headline is the next most important part. You have 120 characters to show what you do. Uh, You can show what is it that you help them with? You know, do you help business owners, you know, prepare for the future? Do you help? Are you a car mechanic that helps people you know, drive faster and drive better. Whatever it is that you do, you don't have to stick to your job title and your company name. You can inject a little bit more in there. Uh, thirdly, there's a background photo on your profile, which it, it's quite nice to have something there. It's not massively important to have it branded as you or your corporate logo or anything, but it just shows your profiles. You've put a bit of time and a bit of completeness to your profile. A fourth, I would say the summary is very important. It's important, what's most important about the summary is what you say at the start, because people need to be encouraged to click the see more. When you view a profile, you it's, a, it's around about 39 words that the first person sees, and you want them to click see more to, to actually start in reading what's in your summary. And your summary should say what you help who with, why you do it, and how you do it. What about when it comes time for your actual profile or CV or resume or whatever? What do you recommend there? How, how far should people go back? Go back, going back to what's relevant. So if you were a policeman for the first 10 years of your career and then you changed and you, know, you went into executive coaching, for example, 
it may still be relevant to, to put that you were a police. It, it, sh- it shows that there's no gap, but you don't n- really need to put in a large description behind that. So put what's relevant without, without having too many gaps, I would say. Ultimately, it's, it's, it's our past story that's lead us to where we are now in careers. And it is very much, you know, if, if you've, some clients will be interested in what you've done in the past. You just don't know. I've, I've worked with people who, who do mindfulness coaching, but they've also done mediation. And the question came to me was, do I really need to put my mediation in here? And my response was, if you're working with a team or a company that has had a lot of mediation, isn't that relevant that they know that you've been involved in mediation in the past? And I think that client could see that. Coming at it from a philosophical point of view, I mean, I've been in the game many, many years and even to this day, I remain a bit confused about what LinkedIn is. Is it a social network? Is it a business network? Is it a place for your online resume? Is it a place for you to show off? You know, something you spoke about today was that LinkedIn is evolving and maybe you can just tell our listeners a little bit about what you think LinkedIn is evolving into. I would say LinkedIn is evolving into a community of people, an online community. I personally find LinkedIn fairly free from uh, harsh criticism. Uh, there, there are certainly debates happening, but I think people, when you when you give that professional demeanor, people are a little more reserved in their comments than say perhaps Twitter. I so And I think people are more real you need to be under your own profile and under your own name, not not an avatar as such as you would on, or a, a persona that doesn't lead back to you on Twitter. And so I, I really see it's more about the people. It is, a, it is a platform that is built around people, not businesses. And so I see it more as a community of people. It is evolving in terms of, you know, they've introduced video recently that you are we are seeing starting to see a lot more creatives come into that space uh you know there's some artists on there doing some really wonderful work and some people in the not so traditional industries getting some really great results and in my opinion that that's a great thing because not everybody wants the you know the really corporate ideal and so it's really wonderful to see people coming in and having a go and it largely, it does tend to be professionally based, but a lot of personal development and professional development. So one of the things you spoke about today was that you're a LinkedIn consultant. You train people on LinkedIn, you help people with LinkedIn. So when you go in and sit down with someone for, you know, I think you said you do a three hour program or something like that. When you sit down and start work with someone, what are you trying to do for them? How can you help? I sit down with people and I, get very clear on what their objective is. So for some people, they have the network, they don't know what content's going to work or their content currently is working. For others, they're putting out content, but they don't know why they're not getting any traction. And that is often because they don't have the network. So ultimately, if I do a three hour program with people, what I normally do is look at the profile in the first hour, the network in the second hour, and the content in the third hour. And depending on the client, we can mix that up a little bit. But a lot of people approach me and say, I have 5,000 connections, I don't get anything from LinkedIn. And I look at their profile and they haven't ever liked or commented on a single post or posted anything themselves. So all they're doing is connecting, which is a bit like waving at someone and not talking to them. (laughs) So how often do you think, picking up that point, how often do you think 
um, people should look to comment on something on LinkedIn? Is it once a week, once a day, twice a day? What's your view? Once a day, I think, is enough. And I think that will build up as time goes on. I personally comment on on stuff all the time, but I think it depends how often you have time to log in. Mm. If you only have time to log in once a day, then once a day is enough. Posting, I would if you if you're new to posting and you're not really sure how often, then I would start with two to week, two a week, maybe build up to three posts a week, and if you can, do five days, one post five days a week, and you don't need to do any more than that. What would be your advice to anyone listening to this? right now to go and look at on their LinkedIn profile as soon as they finish listening? I would look at your photo, your headline, and then your summary. That's Anna McAfee. She's a LinkedIn consultant talking about how to get the most uh, out of LinkedIn here on the Bell Engine Coworking Podcast. I'm Andrew Woodward. We'll be back again soon. And you can find out more about the Bell Engine Coworking Group by searching for the Bell Engine Coworking Group on Facebook. Talk soon.